full of desire. Oh, oh, I just want it so bad. Oh, you know? Oh, and it just seems so real. It's right there. Just wanna reach out and touch it. For what all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it's feeling like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong.
years old? Ninety-five years old, and oh. and uh, still gets around pretty good. Um, she has a cane, but doesn't always use it. Uh, but she gets around really well. I mean, she still uh, bathes herself, still puts her own clothes on, and uh, she still cleans up, folds her own laundry, cleans the bathroom, washes the walls at 95 years old. So, uh, and, and can still have a conversation with you. So, uh, definitely a blessing uh, when you see people living uh, that well at, at, at 95 years old. Sure, for sure. Makes um makes me think about my grandmother. She my grandmother actually just fell um a couple weeks ago and broke her arm but just refuses to take the pain medication and tell told everybody, Don't come here, I'm fine, don't need you <laughs> basically don't want you here. Uh. <laughs> but uh she's okay and and we celebrated her ninetieth birthday this year in May it went down so it, it is a blessing to have them around and, and boy they have I don't know come just from a different world different time different perspective but always can give you something that, that I think we could use here for sure especially these days so that's that's a blessing congratulations to both of you yeah definitely um, definitely how's everything on your end pretty good pretty good um I don't feel feel a bit worn, tired, but I just because I didn't sleep really well last night for some reason, and then I was having computer issues. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to to get on, but it finally my computer finally did come back up, and everything seems to be fine. I don't know what's going on with it, but I guess I better get it checked out. I think I'm gonna eventually have to just get me a new one and and put this baby to rest. Had it a long, long time. So other than that, things are um, just fine. It's, moving forward and trying to make things happen and looking forward to them happening. So everything is good. Yes, it is. Um, I know we didn't get a chance to talk any this week, actually, and and, um, what I thought we'd do is just kind of tie the the series up. But I also don't have much to say, but I I think it'd be great if we touch on – I saw your – your post, I believe it was yesterday, Rodney. It might have been Saturday. I can't remember. Um, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay, about uh, yeah, it was. Yesterday. You know what's 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 going on right now, and 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 here we are again is what I I will say. So I have some things that 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 I want to say about that, and and I know as always we don't uh, always have. I don't think either one of us, you or I, always. Not that we don't understand, but. Personally, I just feel like there's 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 so much more, and not to demean anybody's, which is which is different from what I see even on Facebook. Like if you don't agree with what what is happening now, then you are sell out and and that kind of thing. So people, that amazes me how if if you don't quite support it the way that they want you to support it, not saying that you don't understand or see some of their points that you are this, that, and the other, and I've seen some some posts that just, to me, are very demeaning, and and, and my my perception of that is if it wants you take that stand and push it push it on someone else to the point where you start to demean who they are, character, and so forth, 
then to me you're no better than the people that you are accusing. And for that matter, I'll call the name Trump. You're no better than President Trump. And that that's just my opinion because now you are you're wanting to force people to think like you, want to react like you in every situation basis basically. And that's that that's what he's doing. Um so I wanted to kind of touch on that first, and then we could kind of just kind of tie the, the Renew Your Mind series up with a few things. I just have a few things on that. Um, and I, I just read, I probably should, should send this one to you, Rodney, but I just read a post of a young man that's always, um, he, he, he will comment, um, has a different, very different perspective. He's kind of like an old soul to me. And... Uh, but he's not, so his his delivery, so I'll send this to you privately. His delivery is always, it, it's on point, but you know, being young, they will put a few choice words in there. Um, but his take on things is, is is quite interesting, especially for him to be so young. Um, so I'll, I'll show you on Facebook in, in a private message, and you can read it. Maybe we can talk about yours and his as well. So I know you you had some something to say about this yesterday, and and I told I was able to see it uh, yesterday, and I totally totally agree. Um, and that's kind of what this young man is saying as well. He's he's pointing out additional facts that yeah. we have chosen to be quiet about for so long, and will continue to do so unless, my opinion, unless you have a Trump or someone else decides to do something. Um, and without insulting anyone, I say, what do you believe in before it, it's made public? And what what did you do prior to that time? I still say, and I agree, I think you said that yesterday, it's never, someone said it, never too late, never too late to start. But start and allow people their space to do the same. And if it's not the same as you would do it or say it or, you know, react to it, then maybe maybe you'll end up in trust that you'll end up in the same place, just take different directions in getting there. And that's kind of life. That's just, just the way life is. But I, I've been just truly disturbed of how how distracted, how easily distracted we we have become even even coming back home this evening, Rodney, I just see it's almost as if um, getting in your car to drive is equal, equivalent to talking on the phone. And it's not, not I don't see a lot of young people doing it. I, I actually think I see more older people, you know, 30s and 40s, I mean, in a embedded deep conversation from man to woman, age doesn't matter. And I just, I was looking at people like, when do we shut down enough to, to be fair in our thinking and 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 just kind of think from a place of our soul, and and a place that benefits people as a whole rather than individually. Like it's about me, 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 me. And I just don't think people are doing that. And and you know, and talk and you starting out talking about Tamaria's grandmother turning ninety five. I think one of the differences is people from that time they 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 weren't so busy mentally like they weren't so consumed to, um, so that they could hear more 
from God, hear from nature, hear um, what to do, how to do it, and things like that, meaning that they just were more dependent upon God. Because at the end of the day, whether it's Trump, whether it's whether we kneel down or not, God is in control and has the last say so. And so I wonder, has, has anybody, you know, we're talking about kneeling down, have we have have we kneeled down to pray about this division? <laughs> you know, to the to 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 the God who is God of all gods, King of all kings, who who can shut all this down just by taking us all out. And so that that's kind of where I wanted to start. So I'll turn it over to you. Well, uh, before before I, I jump in, I do want to uh, remind you guys that the chat line is open, um, and if you're listening by phone, um, the number to dial is 818-691-7406, and if you have a question or a comment, please press the number one. Um, if you uh, want to leave a comment in the chat room, uh, you do have to be a registered follower, but we would, we would love your comments. Uh, take on, on, on this issue. Uh, Tammy, I want to start with what you said uh, a few seconds ago, and that is, what were you doing before all of this happened? What, what was your stance before, all, before this became uh, the latest trend? What was your stance, and what were you doing about this issue. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I can tell you the people who I see posting all of these things now, I didn't see anything from them before now. And that was part of the reason for my post last night and I didn't talk about anybody except myself and when it comes to the when it's com- when it comes to this protest I personally uh, I have a problem with it for several reasons one I don't think people know what they're protesting against or why they're protesting. I don't. I don't think. I, I think. I think it, it, it is a. It, it is an empty act by several people. Because if if you ask people why they are doing it or why they support Kaepernick, or if you ask Kaepernick, because he's been asked about doing it, and supposedly this is about racial injustice and the way black people are treated in this country. Okay. Kaepernick started this in 2016. Black people have been treated unfairly in this country long before 2016. Why did he wait until 2016? Why didn't he try to make a statement when he was the starting quarterback for the 49ers in the Super Bowl? Why didn't he do it then? And furthermore, what does kneeling during the national anthem have to do with the way black people are treated in this country? 
We want to change the way black people are treated in this country, but we don't want to stop supporting the people who keep oppressing us or the people who we accuse of oppressing us. We won't stop supporting them. We won't stop buying these expensive shoes and these expensive clothes and these expensive belts. We're not going to stop doing those things. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're, but, but we're going to kneel during the national anthem. It has nothing to do with it. And people are like, well, if you listen to the whole anthem, what? Maybe there's a reason why they took the other parts out. But even on top of that, if you want to protest, then go right ahead. This should have never gotten this far. The media put it out there, and then people started commenting. It gained momentum. Why? Because we like drama. Why? Because we, 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 we like controversy. We like, we like jumping on the bandwagon. If Kaepernick, if Kaepernick wants to sit during the national anthem, let him. He ain't bothering me. We made this an issue, and it should have never been one. When you when 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 things and I and I heard you say this too, Tim. When there's when there's so much more, why is it why is it not an issue that black males are behind the eight ball? And reading, writing, and math. Why is that not a problem? Why and Rodney, some of those same problem? ones, and I think you said in your posting, some of those same ones will go through high go through through high school and still be able to go to college with those same scores and and the inability but, to. Read. But but that wasn't a good enough reason. That that's not a good enough reason to to boycott the NFL. We, we've had so many reasons to stop supporting the NFL before now and didn't do it. But we want to do it now because, hey, if I, if I take a knee, I might end up on TV. Hey, let me, let, let, let me, let, let me, let me have something to say just so that I might, I might gain some fame. Or I might get I might get accepted in, into into a certain group, but that's the problem. People like me, you, like we're we're not here to be accepted. I don't need to be a part of a group. The truth is the truth. These people are out here supporting this protest, and I guarantee you, none of them know the facts that I mentioned yesterday. Guarantee you, they don't know that, or they or they won't they won't admit. That they never heard anything from Kaepernick until his butt was on his way out of the NFL. Anyway, he was he was going to be out of a job regardless, because the team he was on didn't want him anymore, and that had a lot to do with them getting rid of the coach. Because the coach, who, the last coach who was there, was the reason why he ever got a chance anyway. But then he got fired, so Kaepernick was on his way out the door anyway. They were trying to trade him, but people don't know that. And don't want to know that. And then as soon as he knew he wasn't going to get traded and the, the, the general manager told him that they were going to release him, all of a sudden 
Here comes this protest. And now, and I said this last year, this it, it was going to be about, oh, he, he, he doesn't have a job. He's being blackballed. Not, he, he, he wasn't going to be in the NFL anyway. But see, people don't know that. And so that's why I said I don't even know if people know why they're protesting. To me, these guys have a lot of power. They have a lot of power. These owners can say what they want to say, but these owners are where they are because of these athletes. They have a whole lot of power. Now, granted, this is still their job, so they're probably things that they have to abide by. But they have a whole lot of power. <clears throat> but they but but they but they, they want to make a statement when they have nothing else to turn to. There was a guy, Rashad McCann, a couple years ago. He comes out and talks about how when he played basketball at the University of North Carolina, how uh, they did him so wrong because they 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 didn't make sure that he got an education and he never went to class. He went to one class uh, during the semester and he was on the dean's list. I mean, he put everything out there. But here's the thing: he didn't just figure out two years ago that this was wrong. But what happened? It was all good until. His NBA career didn't work out the way he thought it was going to. And then as soon as he was on his way out of the NBA, all of a sudden, North Carolina did me so wrong. Why? Because he was looking for the same thing Kaepernick was looking for, people to feel sorry for him. Hmm. But I can't, I can't get with you. I can't get with you when you have the best opportunity to make a statement and you don't. If Kaepernick would have would have tried to uh, make a statement during the Super Bowl, by all means, you know what? Oh, he's for real. If he would have said, you know what, I'm not playing in the Super Bowl because I don't like the way black people are treated in this, I would have gotten behind Kaepernick. But he wouldn't do that. And so I think when it comes to the way we think, Tammy, I think I think a lot of us don't know how to think, and I don't think we know what to think. So we let other people do the thinking for us. I we let totally other people tell us. We let other people tell us what to say, what to do, how to move, how to spend our money. Because we don't know. And we're afraid to have an opinion because of what people might say. Hey, and Rodney, do you mind reading what you posted yesterday? Because no, no, it no. Has let, me, let me try to. Let me find it. Um, and and, and the. Hi. I found it. And you want me to forward it to you? Uh, I got it. I got it right here. I'm um, scrolling down the page. Um, 
for those of you who haven't seen it, and, and you're more than welcome to go to my Facebook page and uh, and, and and read um, this post that I wrote yesterday. Um, and it says, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I'm not a Kaepernick supporter either. I refuse to boycott the NFL because Kaepernick isn't playing when I've supported it for years, knowing that black males were being exploited by the NFL, the NBA, and the NCAA. If you can, that's on you, but I'd like to know how. How did you continue to support a league that let Dexter Manley make it so far without being able to read? How do you support the Redskins after they were the last team to allow black players to put on their uniform and then somehow Doug Williams is gone after winning the Super Bowl? Craig Hodges hasn't played a game in the NBA since he slid former President George Bush Sr. that note back in 1992, but no one has mentioned boycotting the NBA. I'm all about fairness, equality, and justice, but not in the form of a circus. Tell me why we didn't know about Kaepernick's stance on what's going on in America when the 49ers played in the Super Bowl a few years ago. Why did he wait until he knew he was on the trading block and the teams, the Broncos, the Jets, and the Browns, interested backed out of the conversations with the Niners. Then he decides to do this during a meaningless preseason game. Isn't the Super Bowl the biggest platform you have? Isn't isn't that the best time to make a statement? And I'll say this, Tim, and then I'm going to turn it back over to you. My my whole point of of, of posting that, um, I just got real irritated yesterday, and I didn't see a whole lot of social media until I got home last night because I, I was driving. But I saw so many posts, and I got irritated. And finally, I was like, you know what? Let me just put some things out there that people aren't talking about. Because the bottom line is, I'm not here to change the way people think, but I do want to at least challenge people's thinking. I do want to at least give people something something to to think about before they take a stance if you if you if if you read my my post and said I get it but I'm still going to protest okay cool but at least you know some things that you probably didn't know before if you read it and said ooh I'm not going to protest cool but at least you know some things that you probably didn't know before and I think that's a problem we 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 are so quick to 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 jump on a bandwagon Instead of doing exactly what the Bible says about being uh, quick to hear and slow to speak, we're not interested in facts. We're not interested in in logic. What we're interested in is being on the right side of society, not necessarily when it comes to God but on the right side when it comes to society. As long as society says we have a right, that's all we care about. But me, I would prefer to find out as much as I can before I, before, before I react. Tammy? I, I totally agree, Rodney, and, and something you said about we allow people um, – basically to tell us when, what, where, how, because we're so out of touch with what we support and believe because we're so out of touch with who we are and ourselves and, and, and so busy and want to be 
a part of everything and anything for the sake of making ourselves feel better about who we are and where we are in life. Um, and, and, and I look at how long it's been since Kaepernick, you know, I guess chose to, to kneel, and then how it was talked about for a little while, and then, then you heard little to nothing about it. And as soon as um, we have, you know, Trump, President Trump, you know, do the, say whatever he said, then people are willing to just jump back on the bandwagon. But to me, if you are take, – take us, for instance, Rodney, what we have – Oh, wow, a handful of people right now, right? And mm-hmm. we really, like, I really would be, I would, I really would prefer to watch the game tonight, Cowboys. That, that's my team. I, 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 I really wouldn't mind sitting down and just having a, a quiet night to get my mind, just to give it some rest, number one. But we are dedicated to this. Regardless if it's just you and I on here Regardless And as we said If we talk about sex Relationship Men, women, baby mama drama We would have thousands Of followers And listeners But because we are talking About positive Positive things um, And things that Make people or or. I shouldn't say make who challenge people to to transform to to be renewed as as we'll talk about in the second part of the the show. You know those things that are soul searching, spirit filled. We the majority don't want to deal with things like that, which is why and I'm I'm gonna take it here. The majority does not want to talk about. We're talking about a flag and statues, but we treat each other like. Dogs. We treat mm-hmm. each other with so little respect, but we don't want to talk about that. And to me, it's equivalent to if 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 I have a man in my life who's kicking my butt, Brandon has no right to say anything if he's beating his wife as well. How are you going to come over here, dog, and tell the dog something different? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like we to me is this flag has been around. If you choose to sit, kneel, but what when after you get up, what do you do from the time you get up until the ne- time for the next game? Do you just show up and kneel again? What are you doing? But I feel like we're doing so much talking and get getting so caught up in the hype of talking till nothing is being done. Nothing. Same with, mm-hmm. with the, um, and I see we have a call. The same with, and I'll, I'll say this and turn it back over to you. Same with, um, oh gosh, what's the pastor's name? Oh gosh, I can't even think of his name. With the church when the flood, when the hurricane in Texas, Joel Osteen. Oh, Joel Osteen. Um, everybody was making, you know, just making him out to be a hoot. And the, like I asked the question then, how many of you have opened up your homes to to people who are homeless right here in the city? Friends, family, whatever. And if you do, how do we treat them? We were talking about what Joel Osteen should be doing. What are we doing? What are we doing? And why and how? 
Mm-hmm. But it's always somebody else. It's always somebody else that should be doing it, um, responsible for it, and so forth. So right now, turning back over, I see that we have a caller. Uh, we're going to bring in our caller from area code 804. Last four digits are 1139. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, uh, good evening. I just came across your show and you're right on point with everything you're saying. I just wanted to uh, let you know who I was because I've had quite a bizarre life and I'm looking to help get this country back on track the way it was meant to be with freedom, liberty, and justice for all. But we have to model that for the world. We're not doing that. And uh, uh, if I can share my name, if that's all right, there's some YouTube interviews I've done recently. And actually, there's an archive radio program where Maya Angelou actually commented on a poem I authored that is uh, discussed as a weapon against terrorism. It's in the President Ronald Reagan Library, and and, uh, I'm looking to now utilize it to help the people of Haiti who can't help themselves and get people thinking and doing things uh, differently if uh, it can be picked up on in the way I'm envisioning it to manifest. The poem is only three lines long. It sort of sums up what life is all about. It's titled Caring, Sharing. It reads, if you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. It can be seen on a blog, the word creativity777.com, which also has a copy of a letter from former President Obama to me related to the economy and more. So uh, people are too focused on the material world. And what I look to point out is two simple things that Jesus Christ said, and it's not about religion, it's about spirituality. He said, always put God first, and secondly, to love your neighbors yourself. If you're not, if you can do that, then you're right on track with your life. And then beyond that, if you have a passion that uh, can be a benefit to uh, blessing others, that that will be a blessing back to you too. So, uh, if I can just give my name, you might find some other interesting things that you'll come across. Please do, and give us your the website again as well. Yes, uh, my name is Hugh, H-U-G-H. The last name is Trollson. It's spelled T like Tom, R-A-U-L-S-E-N like Nancy. If you just go on YouTube and put my name, you'll come across the archive radio program and hear what Maya Angelou said about my poem. But there's a posting that was put on the Internet August 22nd. 2017 that says Dave interviews Hugh Trollson and there's a website in the comment section which is www.rootingoutcorruption.weebly.com that has all kinds of uh, documents and uh, interviews that's I've had a very bizarre life and I I'm functioning as a a way show in a phoenix rising but the stories aren't all about me it's about me showing how my faith in God has seen me through some pretty interesting things, mostly negative things. But when I let go and let God handle it, it always works out. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Mr. Charleston. I did find you on YouTube here, um, and so we'll look up look up the information. And thank you for your, for your great points, and you're, you're, you're right on point there. Rodney, anything from you? 
I do I do want to ask, uh, since you chimed in uh, when we were talking about uh, this this whole uh, controversy, what what are your thoughts on on it all? Well, I actually share common background with President Trump, but I'm not into the ego like he is, and I know a little bit more about him than most people do, and uh, certain things aren't coming to light, and that's where, again, uh, people have to really focus on their spirituality, and it's not about any particular religion, but just opening your heart to God and asking God to help guide you for whatever mission it is that you agreed to before incarnating. But I say that we really all incarnate to learn the lesson of unconditional love, which my wife taught me so beautifully. We were married 35 and a half years before she passed. There's a picture of her on our wedding day on that blog, creativity777.com. And as we learn the lesson of unconditional love, we're supposed to be a blessing to others, especially those who can't help themselves. And whether people believe it or not, you're fully accountable for everything you do here. And we are going to go back into spirit where we came from. The material goods have absolutely no use in the spiritual world. So, again, if you start looking at life in that way and understanding 100 years is like the blink of an eye in terms of eternity, uh, then maybe that will get people to get out into nature more, which I say is God's classroom. If you just get out in it, it will lower your stress level and heighten your awareness when you can see all the miracles and the beauty around you. And uh, that's, again, indigenous cultures have so many things that have been passed down uh, verbally through the ages that can really help heal the environment and, and really get people thinking and doing things in ways that they're not doing right now. So especially I'm com committed to empowering women and indigenous people in my work. Okay. And you're okay with us sharing sharing this site? And I was able to find the site oh, as yes. well. Oh, yeah, no, believe it. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you really delve into going down my rabbit hole, so to speak, I mean, I've had interaction with uh, you'll see where I exposed the former federal government bureaucrat for fraud on the rooting out corruption.weebly.com. I was written up in a front page Wall Street Journal article back in 1983, and that article uh, actually triggered an investigation that eventually led to the resignation of Jim Wright from Speaker of the House in Shame, the third highest office in the country. The article back then beautifully describes how special interests and lobbyists have totally corrupted Washington. It was before Ross Perot talked about it back in the day. But due to lack of uh, what to do by people and uh, uh, and not doing anything, that's why we're in the state we're in now. And that was all back in the SNL banking scandal, which I think the elites were trying to crash the economy, but maybe <laughs> I'm not going to take personal credit. I give all credit to Jesus Christ, <laughs> who I actually asked to be my business partner. But then you had 2008, they tried again, and they're getting ready to do something big again now. I think a lot of it relates to chipping everybody. They're going to have to get me while I'm asleep if they're ever going to put a chip in me because I'm not going to be somebody else's robot. But uh, again, uh, people, I worked 100 hour weeks. I know people are busy, and I've been through. That's why I say I'm like a way show. I was in the Silmar earthquake out in California in 
70. I was flooded out in the blizzard of 1978 up in New Hampshire with 18 inches of ocean water and a first floor apartment with no insurance. And I had a personal bankruptcy the turn of the century. And so all these things, again, were experiences, but I look to make lemonade out of the lemons. And that's what people should look at in their life, too, instead of looking to not take personal responsibility, but put the blame somewhere else. Uh, do what Gandhi said, be the change that you want in the world, uh, but do it not in a chaotic way, do it in a way based on unconditional agape love. And again, it all starts with your own heart, bring that into your family and to the community and get into the community centers and learn from each other instead of confronting each other. And that's that's what we really have to do. But people will talk and talk and talk, but that these actions have to be taking place now uh, if we're ever going to really get this country back on track and and bring it out globally to show how we can model all the people that have come here to uh, to live peacefully together and and uh, start uh, bringing forth solutions that uh, as long as we keep. Uh, electing politicians that are crooks <laughs> we're going to get worse and worse and worse so and my estimation too <clears throat> excuse me i support any president but i don't think since john f kennedy we've had a president that truly has the hearts of the people in mind and i actually joined the air force uh, during the vietnam uh, war because uh, he said ask not what you can do for your country but uh, uh, what uh, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And as far as like you were touching on the current controversies with the NFL and everything, these are people's rights. These are our freedoms. I mean, they even allowed at one point to burn the American flag. Is that really? And all these statues and stuff. I'm about an hour away from Charlottesville. I I say it in an interview uh, where it says Dave interviews Hugh Trollson on YouTube. Why are you going out and putting your body in jeopardy? There's enough cameras all over the place that these idiots uh, can get a permit and go out and protest. Let the cameras see who they are. If they start acting up, we'll take care of it that way. But to go into an immediate confrontation, that's where uh, there's other ways, especially while the Internet is up, to do things peacefully to come together and then start manifesting things right in the communities. That can change. I'm working on transforming global economics, education, politics, religion, and more, rooting out corruption and bringing in new paradigms based on spirituality and unconditional agape love. And the strategies I put out are not ego-based, but they're like a Pac-Man game of transparency. It's going to plug up all the money pipelines to the elites and continually bring more transparency back to them. And I say as far as like these corporate uh, cultures that think they have everything under control and manipulating people that uh, <clears throat> any company today, you can have the best product, the best customer service. It's not enough. You're going to have to empower your employees your, uh, be, empower your customers, be good to the environment, and give back to the community in ethical, legal, moral ways. And a lot of people don't even realize, I say, you know, if you're buying lead-based painted toys out of China through Walmart, your kids don't have a choice, but you do. So 
So buy American or buy from a country or company that's doing what I was just suggesting. And a lot of people don't know. You can Google it. It's a fact. Walmart paid a fine of $82 million for dumping pesticides down storm drains. Now, they paid the fine. They moved on. It's in and out of the consciousness of people. What's to stop from doing it again and doing something else? Um, that's where the power of people understanding that election day is every single day you buy a product. When people start buying in that way and, and empowering the right kind of companies to, to do the right thing, then we'll get there. All right. Did we lose you? Hello? I'm I'm still here. Okay. Okay, sorry, I thought we lost you. Uh thank you so much for that. We we found your, your site and your blogs as well and, and uh I sent you a message as well through Facebook. So hopefully we can connect, but you've been a great asset asset to this topic. Thank you so very much, Rodney. Uh, just the same thing, Tammy. Um uh, uh thank you so much for, 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 for chiming in and we hope that you'll stay on with us. We won't be on too much longer, but we hope that you'll uh, uh, stay on with us and uh, and hope you enjoy the show. Yes, I'd love to, and uh, I don't see what you messaged because that's controlled by another individual, and that's where I function in a unique way, too. I don't do anything inbound or outbound on the Internet myself, but I have people that uh, assist me with getting information out there. And part of the reason I do that is to show people with no skills, you can seek out mentors. And if you're helping them, they will help empower you. And again, with the internet, I say that's mankind's avatar. Right now, we have so much negative things on the internet, and people aren't even knowing how to use these technologies properly. It's <laughs> Facebooking and Twittering their lives away. But when you can truly understand what can be done from what I discussed in that interview on uh, Dave interviews, Hugh Trollson, things will shift very quickly. And I, I say the, the global elites, you're finished. <laughs> Whatever you had planned, you know, God can put things in the check. Uh, missiles can malfunction. All kinds of things can happen. So, Again, just if you can't do anything else, pray. You should be praying anyway, and uh, that will help raise the consciousness more and more. So, again, I appreciate your giving me uh, the opportunity just to say hello. All right. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. Tammy, is there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Um that that actually, if we want, Rodney, we can kind of lead into, um, and, and Mr. Charleston actually led us into, I guess I should say, the renewed, uh, talking about the renew, renewing the mind, which is we can end it up with that because we have to, we have to be transformed through the renewing of our mind so that we we know what God's perfect will is for whatever stand we're going to take and know what 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 not to take upon, because everything is not for everybody. Every battle is not everyone's fight. So we're I feel like we're all over the place because because how you said earlier, Rodney, we jump on the bandwagon because we don't have a foundation, an opinion that we are willing to stand on, stand by, keep the action going so that change happens. We're so all over the place, 
at an opportune at the opportune time with the um most popular subject title and what have you. And the media draws us in. We allow the media to draw us in. And we'll put it down and then we'll pick up the next thing and then we'll put it down. So much so until nothing really happens, not even to your spirit, your soul, and especially your mind. And without that renewing, without dealing with who you are, allowing the Holy Spirit to change your heart, nothing you will do in your own strength, in my opinion, will be profitable. For your spirit, for your spirit man. And this world, we could try to satisfy this world and the people in this world for the rest of our lives, all day long, all night, you can try. And you will still find a hole in your heart that nothing and no one can satisfy. And so you'll continue to run that rat race until your death. So... I, I don't know if it's much more we can say right I know we have with our own time and just out of trying to take care of our own time and space and who we are and getting rest, we're we're trying to cut these shows down to, to at least an hour because, again, you guys, we give you all that we have um, Monday after Monday. And, and I just hope that you guys take it, receive it with love and do something with it and allow people to say and be who they are doesn't mean we have to accept everything and we're not supposed to have comments. But when it com- as I said earlier, when it comes to your comments being so offensive to people, like you're putting down who they are because they don't quite think like you do about a situation or want to respond and react to that situation in the way in which you choose to do so. Well, I'm sorry. I just can't follow everything that that this world picks up and throws at us. I can't get bottled up in that. Like I said, many people talk about kneeling when the national anthem is sung, but have you prayed about the issue that you think it has caused or is causing? Have you kneeled to pray? Because at the end of the day, no one who kneels, not President Trump, not Kabernacki, not not me, not Rodney, no one has has the control. No one. So we can kneel till the cows come running through the door. But until we involve Christ in these situations, prayer, faith, until we treat people like people are supposed to be treated, regardless of color, financial state, where they live, what they drive, what they have on, we will continue to be strings, puppets. So, Rodney, I'll turn it over to you. I am, I am, I think I've kind of said all I need to say tonight. (laughs) I, um, this scripture kind of came to mind when you were talking, uh, Sam, and it's 2 Timothy the first chapter in verse 7, and it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I've always said that either you have one 
or you have three. Meaning, if you have fear, then you don't have power, love, and a sound mind. If you have power, love, and a sound mind, then you don't have fear. And, but it says God has has not given us a spirit of fear. So if you have the spirit of fear, where did it come from? Who gave it to you? Because God does not give, God does not make us afraid. Even in Genesis, it talks about us having dominion. And we need to understand that we are in control. And if we're not in control, we need to figure out why, and then we need to get in control. And it starts in your heart. And again, not the heart that pumps blood, but your mind, your your conscious, your spirit. It it all starts there. And until we can get until we can gain control of our spirit, man, of our mind, of our heart, not much is going to change on the outside because that has to take place first. Tamari and I were talking yesterday, I think it was yesterday, and she was saying, and she was talking about um, her weight, and she was saying how when she was younger, she was a lot smaller, but even then, she wasn't happy. Mm. And my comment to her was, that's because happiness comes from within. As long as we look to external things, for peace and for and for happiness and for joy, we're never going to find it. If we do, it'll be temporary. But it, but if you're happy on the inside, it makes everything on the outside okay, even if it it is not the best situation. You can be at peace. When everything is being destroyed around you, if you got it right on the inside, you 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 can not be worried when everybody at work is being laid off if you got it right on the inside, because you know that either you're not going to be laid off or if you are you're going to be taken care of. But we have to realize that everything, just like we say about uh, uh, people having respect and manners, everything starts at home. It's the same thing with us as people. It all starts at home. It's easy to get wrapped up in this uh, flag talk and whether you should kneel or shouldn't kneel when you are not right within yourself, 
it's easy to, to, to get distracted when we're focused on the wrong things. And we're supposed to be focused on positive things. I tell people all the time, I don't judge. And I know they think I'm joking, but I literally don't. As long as what you're doing doesn't impact my life, I really don't care what you're doing. And that's just being honest. I mean, we could we could scream Black Lives Matter, but I'm going to be honest. They don't, not even to black people. Because the bottom line is we, we could look at the, the news all day long and see people dying left and right. The only thing we're going to say is, oh, that's sad, and we're going to continue on with our lives. Why? Because it really don't matter. But now, if that is your mother or your father or your sibling, now it matters because it hit home. And going back to what you said again, Tammy, what were people doing before this happened a year ago? What were people doing? Because what they were doing before this all went down a year ago is what they are going to do when it is over. Because this is is only for a season. This arguing and this bickering over the flag and who's standing and who's not, this is only for a season. It's emotional. But eventually those emotions are going to die down. And where people were before it all happened is where they're going to be when it, when it was over. Case in point, remember a few years ago when the, uh, the L.A. Clippers owner, when uh, they, they record, the girl recorded him making racial remarks and then they played it, everybody was supposed to be so mad then. It died down. Because the... The, the the media doesn't talk about it anymore. So nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. And like and, and, and like you said, where are they every Monday night? We do a positive show every Monday night. Where are these people? And to anyone listening to this show, If you are standing or kneeling with Kaepernick and still using the N-word or listening to rap songs that disrespect and belittle women, you're being counterproductive. If you're going to ride this this protest, you've got to be in it all the way. If not, you are wasting your time. You're wasting your time. If your kids got more back-to-school clothes and shoes than they did educational resources, you're wasting your time. You can stand with Captain Nick all you want to. You can kneel during the National Anthem all you want to. 
the ways of this country are not going to change until the heart of this country changes. And I don't care who's the president. Black people were enslaved under several presidents. It didn't matter. Didn't matter. Black males were 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 killed in police custody under under several presidents. It didn't matter who the president was. Even at a black one, and it seemed like that made it worse. What are we doing in our own houses? How are you raising your children? What are you doing in your community? What are you doing? Get your mind right, get your heart right, or you're going to keep saying these same things. Tammy, do you have any announcements? Um, I don't right now. Still working on some things, so hopefully I have have an announcement soon, but... Uh... I just ask people to continue to pray for the growth of the Gator Consulting, what we're doing and what we're trying to get out there as well. And other than that, and, and kneel for this for our country. Kneel for, for what we are kneeling for. You know, that, that that's it. That's it. I like it. Um I think I told you about, or I sent you an email or something, about being a, uh, my proposal being accepted uh, to present right. a, this instructional. Told us about it last week. Uh, that at the, oh, I think so. Yeah, that that is uh, that'll that'll be in November, the week the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, but I was also uh, selected to. Um, participate in a minority leadership training, um, and that'll be in Atlanta, Atlanta the last weekend in October. Okay, I know you mentioned that, but I didn't. We we did not talk about it being finalized, so that is going to happen. Yes, they they just uh, sent me the 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 email last week. Okay, super. Congrats, Rodney. Congrats. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're 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 now that I'm the president of the Education Association, we're 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 definitely trying to make some some much needed changes and and, and get everyone active. Um, so far, so good. Um, uh, it's just a matter of of, of keeping the fire going. Um, right. Because again, it's one of those things where, um, you know, because it is about something positive because it's about education and not about sex or relationships or, uh, you know, drama, things of that nature, it's kind of hard to get people involved. Um, but but so far, we're, we're, we're off to a good start, so hopefully we can keep the momentum going that, that we've gained. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> So we shall see. And I do want to give a shout out to your your, uh, your cousin Diane because I logged in probably 
around 8.50, and like always, she was already <laughs> uh, signed in, so that, that is definitely appreciated. Yeah, she was on when I signed on as well, ready and waiting. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone uh, for tuning in to tonight's show. Uh, I'm going to get in the bed. I know you probably will watch uh, the game. I may turn it on, but I doubt I'll see it uh, just because I've been so so tired and sleepy um, these last couple of weeks. Um, but I, I know you'll probably try to catch the second half of the game. It looked like it was tied. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'll get some of it. I, I don't know how much of it, but I'll uh, I got I kind of got over it once I got on logged on the show. I was like, oh well, I'll be able <laughs> to see the hot the highlights. Last week, last Monday, it was my team. This Monday is your team. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least we can say we got our priorities straight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, there will uh, there will be a new uh, theme uh, next Monday is uh, the first Monday in October, so we'll we'll pick up with a uh, with with another theme, and I think we get five Mondays next month, Tammy. Um, so we'll have to uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to uh, talk about that. But thank you guys again for tuning in to the show. We hope that you guys have a blessed week. Uh, we hope that you uh, move your trash cans, uh, even though we didn't talk about that. But we hope you guys move your trash cans and uh, have some stories to share with us next Monday about moving your trash cans. Um, just uh, just so that you can you you can tell us um, about your experience and how many times you went back to uh, the old location. Uh, of where you have the trash cans, um, and and the whole point is to get you guys to see um, how we get into habits and routines, and uh, how it's hard to break them uh, after we've done them for a while. And, um, and and we're creatures of habit, and so we want you to uh, move your trash can, maybe move it tomorrow, or, or move it Wednesday, and it could be at home, it could be at work. Uh, it could be at school, wh- wherever you uh, frequently use uh, a trash can, um, and just and just count the number of times that you go back to uh, the old location of that of that trash can, and be ready to share it with us next Monday. Uh, but we're looking forward to next week's show, and we'll tell you guys what that'll be all about as we get closer to Monday. Have a blessed week, and we will talk to you soon. This goes out to cousin Diane down in Atlanta.
But I know 